What's up, what's up, Illini Nation? Welcome in the first episode, the inaugural episode. I, I wanted to say welcome back to Locked On Illini Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, but this is the first official podcast that I've ever done. I mean, if you listened and heard the teaser trailer, and that's why you're here today, thank you. Thank you for giving me your time today, but this is the first episode, the first time I'm going to be talking to you about Illinois basketball, Illinois football, and boy, do we have a lot to get into. Football team having a big win. The basketball team having, I'm going to say, a pretty good weekend. I'm going to dive into both with football. I'm going to tell you, we're bowling. We are now bowling for Illinois football, and I don't know if anybody thought that this was possible at the beginning of the season. I'm going to dive in and kind of look at what bowl game we could be looking at this year. What bowl game could we be looking at? And then later on, I'm going to talk about the basketball team and just my thoughts of the weekend, games against Grand Canyon and games against Arizona. Before I get into everything, though, got a little bit of housekeeping that I got to get set. I need you guys to do me a favor, and if you're driving your car right now and you're like, Ricky, I can't really do it. I'm I'm, I'm manning the wheel and I don't want to crash. You can do it when you park. It's okay, but I need you to go ahead and do two things for me. Number one, I need you to go to Twitter and follow at Locked On Illini. That is where I'm going to be posting all of the Locked On Illini things. Episodes will go there. Thoughts on games will go there. That's where you can respond to me for the mailbags that I'm going to do in the future. That's number one. Also, if you're like Ricky, this mailbag thing, what what is that? What are you talking about? Well, what that is, is in the future, got to set it up. I'm still working here. This is episode one. I would like to do a weekly mailbag. How I'm going to get questions is one of the ways is through Twitter. Just you guys tweet me stuff and I go, okay, that's how I'm going to get some of the questions. But if you don't have Twitter, you can always send me an email. That email is LockedOnIllini, all one word, at gmail.com. LockedOnIllini at gmail.com. But the first thing we got to get into is Illinois football, baby, and the football team. Boy, did we have a big win this week. Oh, I was, I'll be completely honest, watching the game. I'm like, you know what? This is not going to be a good game. I knew we should, like, I knew my hope shouldn't have gone in that we were going to win. The win streak had to stop sometime. And then the second half happens. And I remember sitting there in my kitchen. I know it's only two days ago, but, but, but just, just go with me. Go with me. I'm sitting in my kitchen and I'm watching and it's the fourth down, fourth down, the fourth quarter. And I'm like, oh dear God, why, why do you always do this to me? Why, oh, why, oh, why? And then Bay Bay makes the catch. Bay Bay with the catch. The drive goes on. And the Illini later score. We later score. We take the lead. We win the game. I'm shocked. I am like, I'm not even thinking clearly at that point. And then it sits in. The fighting Illini are going bowling. And. I know what everyone's thinking. This is like, I'm still sitting here on Monday and I'm getting literal chills still talking about it. The The thing that I thought about earlier today, it's like looking at a line I Twitter and everyone's so happy and so giddy on a Monday. It kind of reminds me of the, the Paul Rudd meme from hot ones where it's like, who would have thought, who would have thought, not us, not us. We wouldn't have thought. And it's kind of surreal to just take a little bit 
and just think about that. How surreal this is that we're going bowling. But now the true question sits in. What bowl game are we going to be in? And I'm going to take a, a bit of time. First two segments of this show are going to be just what bowl game the Illini could be in. But first, we got to figure out the rest of the way for Illinois. I know we got a bye week this week, but we got two games, two games left on our schedule that we still need to play that's going to help determine what game we are in. So, like I said, you guys know it. I know it. We just got off of a huge win off of Michigan State. Our next two games coming up, we got a big road game a week from this week. Like I said, bye week this week. Guys can chill, get a little get a little rest in, don't have to play on Saturday. But then the 23rd comes around. Good old Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to Iowa. We're playing some Hawkeyes. Then the week after that, we got to end the season. It's senior day. It'll probably be senior day, let's be honest. They're not putting Illinois and Northwestern in primetime this year, but we got to play the Wildcats. And it kind of got me thinking where I'm going to be totally honest, non-biased Illinois fan. I think we go one and one realistically in those games. I think Iowa gets the better of us. I mean, it's, it's in Iowa city. Yeah. Games in Iowa city. So, I mean, let's be honest. We're probably like, I'm not walking into that game thinking we're going to win. However, that last game of the year in Northwestern, I know Northwestern almost beat Purdue, but Purdue is a bad football team this year. There's no way. If we lose that game against Northwestern, disgrace, don't even give us the ball. We don't deserve it if we lose to Northwestern in my mind. And as you guys will learn throughout this podcast, I can't stand Northwestern. So any loss to Northwestern, it puts me in a bad mood for that next week. But you got to look at it right now. We're sitting six and four. Four and three. If we go one and one, like I think we're going to, we'll be at seven and five. We'll be a seven win team. However, question is can we get that Iowa game? If we steal that Iowa game, because of course we're going to dive into this more next week, but kind of the early look at Iowa is defense is really good. The offense is brutal. And that's a direct quote from. One of my colleagues at work, I'm a teacher, um, during the day, one of my colleagues went to to Iowa, I believe, or Northern Iowa, huge Iowa Hawkeye fan, and he even said the offense is just brutal. Only thing they really got going for him is a run game. So, I mean, if that Illinois defense, that Lovey Smith defense can kind of stop the run a little bit, then, hey, maybe, maybe we walk out of that Iowa game with an upset. Like I said... That's pie in the sky thinking. I, like, I don't want to set the expectation that Illinois is going to be 2-0 in the next two and that we're going to go 8-4 and four on the year and finish, what, what would that be, 6-3 and three in the conference? Because if you're thinking that, I feel like you're only set up for failure. I think if you sit there and go, okay, we're going to be 1-1, one and one, you can then sit there and be surprised if we do upset them. And the odds kind of go in our favor. Matchup predictor right now. Um, Iowa is sitting here. If we look at the Iowa-Illinois game, we're about a 12 and a half, 12.8. So I'll round up. We're about a 13% favorite. That math, they're an 87% favorite. So we're 13% that we win that game. 
However, that Northwestern game, the odd, the odds I think should be higher, but we're rounding about a 71% that we should win that game, which means 29% Northwestern wins. Like I said, one and one should be the goal, obviously, but there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance that we go 2-0 and the next two ways. We're going to take a short break. Um, we got a little ad break. When I come back, we're going to do part two of this. We're going to take a look at the Big Ten. I'm going to give you my predictions for the rest of the year, how I think the conference weighs out. And then we're going to see what bowl game is Illinois going to play in this year. So sit tight. We'll be back. More Locked On Illini to come right after this. And welcome back into Locked On Illini. Ricky Widmer back, of course. Where would I have gone? I, I was just sitting here kind of twiddling my thumbs, waiting for the break to end. And now you're back. We can talk some more about some Illini football. So, okay, we we kind of broke down the easy stuff where we got Iowa Northwestern left. But what does that truly mean? What bowl game could we see the Illini in? Ricky, am, am I going to see another Heart of Dallas Bowl like I did the last time the Illini were in a bowl game? Good luck is, or the good news, I should say, is no. We won't see the Heart of Dallas Bowl because – that's not even one of the bowls for the Big Ten this year. So, first off, how it goes is the Big Ten Conference this year has a certain number of bowl games that their teams can go into. We have about, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games that if we have ten bowl eligible teams, those teams would fit into those bowls. And the bowls that we have in the order of just most, I'm going to say most important to least important, just because, you know, all bowl games are created equal, but, you know, people care more about the Rose Bowl than they do the, like, first bowl of the year of, like, oh, this is a Christmas bowl here in December. So, I mean, the bowls that we got are the Rose Bowl, number one, the granddaddy of them all. Then we have the Citrus Bowl, the Outback Bowl, the Holiday Bowl, either the Music City or the Gator Bowl, Pinstripe Bowl, Red Box Bowl, Quick Lane Bowl, First Responder Bowl, and then the Armed Forces Bowl. And I know what you're saying, Ricky. That was a lot of bowls. You got 10 bowls there. So to me, what I'm going to do is first we got to figure out where's everyone going to be seated and how many bowl teams are we going to have this year? So what I did was I kind of went through all the Big Ten teams. I'm going to give you my predictions for the rest of the year with these teams and kind of give you the order, how I think first to worst in the big 10 is going to be with the remaining two or three games, because some people are on the bye this week, like we are, but then there's some people who have games this week. So what I came up with was first place. I've got them 13 and Oh, they're not going to lose a single game. They'll go nine and Oh in conference, the Ohio state Buckeyes. I think they're going to be a playoff team this year. I don't think there's a single team on the rest of their schedule until the playoff that is going to match them from what I've seen with them out there. So I've got Ohio State undefeated. will probably be a playoff team, but I'll get into that, get into that in a second. Then in second place, the Big West champ, I think it's going to be Minnesota, even if they lose. So I, I was I was gracious and gave Iowa the win. So I mean I don't think Minnesota is going to run rough shot and go undefeated into the Big Ten title game. 
I think they go 11 and 2, 8 and 1 in the conference. They'll lose Iowa regular season. I think that's this week that's coming up. And then they'll lose, obviously, to Ohio State in the Big Ten title game, finishing 11 and 2 overall. Then I got Penn State. They're going to finish at 10 and 2, 7 and 2 in the conference. Then we've got a three way tie between some 9 and 3 and 6 and 3. So 9 and 3 overall, 6 and 3 in the conference due to the tie breaking it's going to go fourth place is going to be Wisconsin third place is going to be Michigan or not third place fifth place is going to be Michigan so first place Ohio State second place Minnesota third place Penn State fourth place Wisconsin fifth place will be Michigan and then sixth place will be Iowa Wisconsin Michigan and Iowa all going to be nine and three overall they're all going to be Six and three tiebreakers, basically. Wisconsin beat both Iowa and Michigan. Michigan beat Iowa. So basically, that's how those played out. Then in, what would this be? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seventh place is going to be Indiana. I got them finishing at eight and four overall, five and four. So the Hoosiers will finish there at seven. Then I got us, the Fighting Illini, sitting there at eight. We will be seven and five overall. I think we go... One and one in the next two, like I said, finished five and four in the Big Ten. And then Michigan State, I was gracious to them. I got them beating Maryland. I got them beating Rutgers, losing to Michigan, obviously. Um, Six and six, four and five in the conference. And then that means Purdue, they'll finish four and eight, three and six. Nebraska, five and seven, three and six. Maryland, three and nine, one and eight. And then Northwestern and Rutgers both going 2-10, and 0-9 oh in the conference. So with all of that laid out, that means there's a possible 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 bowl games that the Big Ten can get because that's 9 teams. Ohio State, Minnesota, Penn State, Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, and Michigan State. Those are your bowl-eligible teams in my mind at the end of the year. First off, that means the Armed Forces Bowl is not going to have a Big Ten team just because out of the selection process, the way I read them off earlier is how they're going to select things. So they get left off. Then Ohio State, they also get left off because, like I said, if they go 13-0 and and they're 9-0, and they're already number one in the college committee's playoff if they go undefeated there's no way they miss the playoff so they'll be in the college football playoff which will open up another spot so that means armed forces bowl and the first responders bowl they ain't getting the big 10 team they'll have to go somewhere else for that and that means we have sitting there about what eight other bowls eight bowls for teams to get into how i've got it laid out is this Because Ohio State goes to the college football playoff, Minnesota will then be the Rose Bowl participant. They have lost in the um, Big Ten Championship. They'd be the Big Ten West winner. They would go represent the conference in the Rose Bowl. Then we've got the Citrus Bowl. And I tried to play this out best because it says on, I'll read it exactly from the Wikipedia page. It says, and I note, Bowl submitted our bowl submit preferences to conferences and conference actually assigned schools to bowls. Other than the Rose Bowl, 
all Big Ten bowls have agreed to have at least five different schools in their bowl over 2014 to 2019 contract cycle. Also, no school will appear in the same bowl back-to-back years. So I tried to do this the best as I possibly could, but laying that out, that would mean the Citrus Bowl would be Wisconsin because Penn State was in the bowl last year. Penn State would then go to the Outback Bowl. The Holiday Bowl or the Gate are... Yeah, the Holiday Bowl would be Michigan. The Music City or the Gator Bowl would be Indiana because if it's the Gator Bowl, Iowa can't be there because Iowa was in it last year. So Indiana, Music City, and Gator Bowl, that's why I put them there. And that means Iowa would be in the Pinstripe Bowl, and that leaves us in the Red Box Bowl, and then Michigan State would get the Quick Lane Bowl. So, I mean, with us... It looks like if we go one and one, we're looking at the red box bowl. If we win more than one, then that puts us in a tie with Iowa and Michigan. Maybe we get Music City. Maybe we get the Gator Bowl. Maybe we get the Pinstripe Bowl. But it looks like if we go one and one, we're going to get the red box bowl. And I know what you're thinking, Ricky. What does that mean? Who would we be playing in that game? It looks like we'd be playing either the fourth or the fifth place Pac-12 team. And I I know there's a lot of football left. I didn't go all the way through their standings to see who would be there. I just got the teams that it could be. And if the season ended right now, if it was the fourth place, we'd be playing either UCLA or we'd be playing UCLA. If not, could be Oregon State, could be Washington, could be Stanford. Those are the four that are kind of in the race. I know that the other ones that are below them could basically go on a heater, but it looks like in my mind we'll either be playing UCLA, Oregon State, Washington, or Stanford would create some pretty good matchups. I mean, Oregon State, they're a team that I don't really focus on that much, but I mean, UCLA, Lovey Smith, Chip Kelly, two NFL, former NFL coaches going at each other. I know what people are saying, Ricky. Chip Kelly is more of a college coach anyways. Don't put that slur on it, even though he was with the Eagles. And then with Washington, this defense would get to see a quarterback like Jacob Eason that people are putting in the NFL draft talk. So, I mean, some good matchups. Also, with the Stanford one, we get to play a program like David Shaw and what he's got going on over there. So, I mean, could be a good Pac-12 matchup. Looks like the Red Box Bowl will be the one that we go into Before we go into our final break, let me tell you a little bit about Roman. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to GetRoman.com slash locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. One more time, that's Roman.com slash locked. But now let's focus in a little bit about Illinois basketball. We've talked about football enough. Got to give the basketball team some love as well. The Illini this weekend had, in my mind, going into it a pretty, overall, this was a pretty big weekend for Illinois sports. We had the Grand Canyon game on Friday, then the football game on Saturday, and then the Arizona game. You know, the history between us and Arizona, that was on Sunday. And the basketball team... They went one and one in their two games, um, beat Grand Canyon State, or beat Grand Canyon, I should say. Don't add the state on there. Beat Grand Canyon, 83-71. Lost to number 21 at the time, Arizona, 90-69. to 
to 69. And just my thoughts overall about this weekend for Illinois basketball. Coming in, I was very concerned. And the reason I was concerned was because of the Nichols game. And Nichols, I felt like we should, and many of you felt like, we should have blown him out. And if it wasn't for Felice, we probably wouldn't have. He finished with 23 in that game. It was a big part of why we won that game in overtime. And, I mean, that really left a sore taste in my mouth. Like, oh, maybe the season's not going to go as well as it did. And then the Grand Canyon game happened. And I remember watching the Grand Canyon game. And the first thing I thought of, like, besides... Kofi going off, he had 23 and 14, uh, 23 points, 14 boards in the game. Illinois, I think, had a total of 53, 52 rebounds um, in that game. 53 was the Nichols game. Um, 52 boards in that game. I just, I couldn't help but think, and this is me talking to you, talking to other Illini fans to know, let me know at LockdownIllini um, or LockdownIllini at gmail.com if I'm crazy in this, and that's that I felt like we should have blown them out. Like, I'm sitting there going, now, Blackshirt is a great talent. I know Blackshirt and Brown, um, they're two guards. They, they went with a guard-heavy lineup. Um, but, I mean, Blackshirt looks like a star player. He's only a freshman. He's going to get better with age. Brown played pretty well for them. I just I, I was looking at the other scores and I'm looking at other schools and like I'm sitting there and I'm thinking if we want to be like those other teams and those other teams I mean we're striving to be the Kentuckys, the Kansases, the Dukes, the North Carolinas. Just to look at them. I mean Memphis even too. Well, Memphis right now, but like Memphis usually isn't a big powerhouse, but like you look at it and it's like Kentucky they beat Eastern Kentucky 91 to 49. Kansas beat UNC Greensboro 74 to 62. So I guess that's in the same realm as ours. Duke 80, 89 to 55. North Carolina 78 to 62. And I I almost feel like I was watching that game and I Felt bad for like, wow, this is a game that we won, but I feel like we should have blown them out. And I don't know if I'm wrong in that. Like, I feel like it's a thought I shouldn't have because I'm trying to compare this team. I'm trying to put the horse before the cart is what I was thinking in that thought process or like looking back at it. I'm like, hey, that's what you're kind of doing. But then the Arizona game happened and I should like... I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I should be totally upset. Like, first half, by the way, for any Bulls fans out there, we played like the Chicago Bulls in that game against Arizona. And when I say that is, played a really good first half. Second half, everything went off the rails where we were in the game 39-38. to We were keeping up with Arizona. And then they're big guys. They're big guys like Green. Nico Manon, Najee, they got going in the second half, especially Nico Manon. And on my personal Twitter, at Ricky Widmer, I put out, I'm like, man, Nico Manon is good, or Mannion is good at basketball because 
because I talk NBA draft on another podcast, Most Valuable Podcast. You should go check it out on YouTube and on um, iTunes and stuff. Also, shameless plug for me, no problem. But, I mean, they just got going. And it's like I saw it as I wasn't upset that we lost 90-69 to because I I took the whole weekend as a whole. And something the announcers kept saying during the Arizona game that kind of made me maybe it was also part of the reason why I didn't freak out that we were losing so much is that number one, this is a great simulation for what the tournament would be like. Like think first round of the tournament, because if Illinois wants to be a top end tournament team, this may be exactly what we get ourselves into because you look at it and it's like Grand Canyon University, they're probably, I don't think they're going to make the tournament. They could and shock me. I don't know. But if we're going to be a higher end, and when I say higher end, I mean like maybe a seven seed, six seed at the highest, we might get a game where it's an opponent like Grand Canyon University that's outside the power five, but then that next round get matched up with a team like Arizona, who's right now before the new rankings came out was at 21. They would have been a lower pack kind of team. And I just kind of sit there and I go, this is great simulation, great simulation for what this team will see if we do make it to the tournament. It's a long season. And of course, Big Ten conference play is going to be king in that. But then the other thing that kind of crept in was that, hey, you know what? This loss is not going to look like a bad loss at the end of the year because Arizona, to me, they're probably going to win the Pac-12 because of the guys I mentioned, Najee, Manon, Green. Um, and because of that, people probably look, the committee will probably look at this loss and go, hey, they played a really good team. They went out there. They went to play them at Arizona, at Zona. So, I mean, I don't think it's going to look as bad. After I was thinking about it, I'm like, it's not going to look that bad of a loss at the end of the year. And then kind of the big thing, the last things I kind of wanted to touch with it is, this trip showed us we still have things to work on. We're not a finished product by any means because the big thing is, and I'm just going to say it, number one, our bench depth. I looked at our bench in both games, and it's like the rest of the rest of this year, a goal that I'm going to have for the rest of this year for this team is I want to see who steps up from the bench because right now you look at the Grand Canyon game, the two players that got most of the minutes off the bench were Williams and Griffin. Williams got 27 minutes in that Grand Canyon game, only went one of four from the field, had a big seven rebounds, which helped the team out, only two points. So he didn't make his impact scoring, made his impact more on the defensive boards, where Griffin went four of nine, had 11 points, really helped us out, hit three of our four threes, were all from Griffin off the bench. But like Arizona, Nichols got, so Nichols got 18, Williams at 14, Griffin at 11 minutes. They weren't, they, they weren't as successful against that team. And I know what you're saying, Ricky, you said it. They are a tournament team. They're going to be a top end team. That's what we went up against. But I mean, if we want to win the big 10, if we want to get up in the big 10 and get tournament ready, basically, we got to have that now. And I mean, 
I don't mean like now, but like by the time conference time comes along. So like that's number one. Number two is simple. We have to have an answer if Kofi is shut down. Arizona took him out of the game. It was Green and Najee basically took him out. He only had nine points in that game. In the second half, he was basically ineffective on the offensive side. If we want to win games, we have to have it to where, because that's what a team's going to do in the tournament. They're going to target in and go, hey, Kofi's their main guy. Don't let them feed the ball to him. Do whatever you can to make sure he does not get the ball fed to him. And in that situation, I look to Ao Desumu, and Desumu's got to be the guy. I mean, 6 of 14, 1 of 6 from 3, didn't have the best night from beyond the arc. 15 points ain't bad. But, I mean, if Kofi ain't getting the ball, if Kofi ain't getting his 23, we got to supplement that other way. If Kofi's not going to get 23, then Ao has to take on the load, has to drive to the basket, has to get that 23, has to maybe get more than 23 to supplement for that. So that's kind of my thoughts of the weekend for Illinois basketball. Obviously, let me know what you guys think. Housekeeping here at the end yet again, don't forget, Follow Locked On at Locked On Illini on Twitter. That's where I'm going to be putting all the shows on Twitter so you can catch it. You can also follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify. We are everywhere for you guys. And then also, any mailbag questions that you guys have, start sending them in at Locked On Illini on Twitter, Locked On Illini at gmail.com. I'll be starting that up sooner rather than later, probably next week, next Wednesday is when I'll have the first mailbag, kind of give you guys a week to get acclimated to it. So that's going to do it for episode one. I can't wait. This this week's going to be interesting. No football game. Basketball is basically up until our next game is next Monday. So, I mean, I'll probably look at basketball later in the week to get ready for that game on Monday. But stay tuned to everything. I can't wait to continue doing this with you guys. And have a good one, Illini Nation.